Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. <laughs> Tommy, Ocean Chinook or Puget Sound Coho, what is your palate favorite? And you drop yeah. that kokanee on top of that barn door halibut's head, 67 feet of water, and he was not happy about that. Well, I don't know. What do you think? Boxers or briefs? Ooh, I'm going to have to go with a European cut speedo. Fantastic. Excellent choice. I yeah. love tuna. I do love tuna. Heck yeah! <laughs> hey, you know, I have a buddy who refers to Canadian geese as flying carp. Obviously, he's not cooking them. Right? <laughs> he clearly, right? Oh, ocean snook. Seriously? Hands down. Really? Hands down. I don't fish for coho. Ah, good point. Hey, speaking of grind, can you tell the difference between ground deer and ground elk? Honestly, taste the difference. You know, Dwayne, we only get one chance to live this life. Mm-hmm. And you will always regret the things that you don't do. So you know what I tell people? Buy the damn boat. Hey, you know, the facts are some days are just a grind. Welcome to Fish Hunt Northwest, the number one fishing and hunting talk show throughout the Pacific Northwest and beyond. Now here's your host, Dwayne England, and of course, the infamous Tommy Donlan. Well, hello and welcome to Fish Hunt Northwest. Dwayne England coming to you live from the Fish Hunt Northwest studio located here, Summit Lake, Olympia, Washington. And I don't know about you, but it's about 20 degrees outside or so uh probably pretty cold where you're at we got some more winter weather on its way might interrupt our plans to do a little crabbing in the morning but i guess uh, we'll have to wait and see so glad you could join us this evening uh, as we wind down 2022 looking forward to 2023 lots to get through tonight if you're joining us here the first time on root sports uh, appreciate you checking us out uh, take a little time jump by all our social media platforms at uh, www.fishhuntnw.com for our website. There you're going to find a coupon code for edge rods, all edge rods, 20% off all the time with the coupon code FHN20. Simply click the coupon, takes you right to edge rods. Do your online shopping. You're going to save 20% every day of the week, 365 days out of the year, if the rod is not already subjected to another discount or coupon. So uh, with that, also take some time, check out our Facebook Uh, Give us a like and follow. Get on over to our YouTube channel. Subscribe so you never miss any of our content we put up on our social media platforms. And follow us on Twitter and, of course, Instagram. We're on all of them. Want to share as much content with you folks as we can each and every week. So um, before we get too far along here, uh, I don't know about you, but, yeah, steelhead season is a little bit uh, challenging in, in where you can go and what you can do. But... Made it out to the coast here earlier in the week. Got an opportunity. Me and my buddy Matt Messing fished with a uh, longtime friend, Bobby Kratzer. Had a great day out there on the coast fishing one of the rivers that you can, in fact, fish out of your boat for hatchery steelhead. And, you know, we had a pretty good day and got some great content with Bobby. Going to look forward to bringing you all that uh, as we move into the new year. Uh, the other nice thing, you know, the fishing was good. There seems to be a good number of fish around. Water is extremely low and clear. I don't know if you're paying attention to the weather reports, but that change is coming. We have snow and then followed by a warming trend in about a week of rain. Even here in the backyard down the street, the Satsup River is projected to go up to almost 12,000 feet here by the 28th. Not that we can fish that river, but as far as a gauge, you know, you guys need to jump on, follow your rivers, follow your gauges, and see where these rivers are going to go. Because I guarantee you, once they get back on that drop and we get a little colder weather, 
it should be prime time to mop them up here in January on the rivers we have access to to go after those hatchery fish. So make sure you pay attention to the weather and take advantage of that as it's uh, coming down the road here. So, um, yeah, uh, you know, it's not all doom and gloom. There seems to be a decent number of hatchery fish around in the rivers they continue to plant. And, um, you know, take advantage of that opportunity because it's few and far between, it seems, especially in between these weather systems. Uh, with that, okay, running down the show. We got a great one for you lined up tonight. Uh, I'll be here by myself. Tommy is uh, taking some time off with family as the year winds down. But uh, to get right into it, the FHN Ross Outdoors Adventures Annual Goose Hunt. Man, did we have a great time over there. We have a video for you this evening, parts one and two. going to break it down for you, show you exactly what we got to do over there with Shelby and, and Levi. And thanks to all those that joined us. I uh, had a really good time. Uh, guests lined up tonight. Springers are on the mind of many already because the forecast came out. Bill Monroe Jr., Bill Monroe Outdoors. Bill always joins us here several times throughout the year. Uh, he's going to break down the forecast with us and tell us just how good, potentially, this Springer season could be as we roll into 23. We're going to close out the show with some uh, wrapping up the year. Got some uh, content to look over, a few announcements, openings, closings. You guys know the drill. We got a number of things to discuss before we get out of here. Call it a wrap for 2022. So don't go anywhere. Jumping out for a quick break. We come back. Going to be in the goose field with Ross Outdoor Adventures on our annual goose hunt. Stick around. I think you're going to enjoy it. Defiance Marine is the one-stop shop for the Pacific Northwest Angler. Defiance Marine guarantees the best price on a new and best service on a repower for your current boat. Defiance Marine is a Honda Premier dealership and one of the largest on the West Coast. Defiance Marine is a boat dealer who proudly sells Defiance, Allied, and Arima boats. All boats are built by West Coast fishermen for West Coast fishermen. Defiance Marine has all your boating needs to help you get out on the water. If you're looking for the best fishing rods in the world, you really do need to take a look at the edge rods. I designed and built new machinery, and I think this new machinery has enabled us to build blanks like no other company could build without this equipment. There is no other rods in the world that are as good as these rods. You owe it to yourself to take a good look at them. All right, welcome back here in studio. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Uh, I know we certainly had a great time getting out there on the goose field with all the folks that joined us over there with Ross Outdoor Adventures. Big thanks to Shelby, buddy Shelby Ross and uh, Levi. Uh, you guys do a fantastic job. And, and all the guys that joined us had a, had a really good time. You make it very accommodating and uh, a lot of fun. So anytime we can get out on the water, Tommy and I, or you know, in the woods, in the goose field, what have you, in the duck blind, uh, we like to bring you that content just to uh, get us out of this studio environment from time to time and get you out there letting us, you know, show you or bring to you exactly what we love to do. So, uh, hey, before we get out of here uh, this week, some great news coming out of North Puget Sound uh, in the realm of steelhead, believe it or not. Uh, the preseason forecast on the wild steelhead for the Skagit and the Sock is in. There's um, uh, estimated to be 5,211 wild steelhead coming back to the Skagit Sock system this year, which is going to allow us to once again have a catch and release fishery 
on those rivers uh, starting February 1, hopefully making it into somewhere around mid-April. This will be a five-day-a-week fishery. Now, we didn't have a fishery uh, in 2022. We had in 18, 19, uh, 21, I believe, and now we're going to have it back here in 2023. So something to look forward to, North Puget Sound, and something I'm really excited about to bring you folks here after we turn the corner on the first of the year. In January, going to have an in-studio guest, and we are going to spend a little time talking about some of the positives coming out of North Puget Sound, believe it or not. We have some river systems up there that are uh, showing a slight rebound now. Is that uh, secondary to the phenomenal ocean conditions that we've seen the last couple of years probably has a big part to do with that. Um, as you remember, and we'll get into this a little bit later in the second half of the show with Bill Monroe Jr. as we talk springers, but the cause and effect of, of really good ocean conditions the last couple of years, 2021 is a standout, 2022 did relatively well also, uh, is we saw favorable returns in all our fisheries WDFW and ODFNW and, and, and NOAA and just persons that have insight on this underestimated a number of our fisheries. Now, you can say they do that on purpose so they come out looking like a hero at the end of the year, but truthfully, the science they use and they try to guesstimate this as close as they can get it. And uh, a lot of them just well overperformed, especially that sockeye run. Remember that sockeye run into the uh, upper Columbia there? That sockeye run came in at 100 something thousand, well exceeded 660,000 for sockeye. So the ocean conditions are healthy. The summer and steelhead return was fantastic on some of our local rivers. The coho run was outstanding. And, uh, you know, it, it should surprise nobody. I think we're going to see a good number of steelhead in a number of our rivers moving through the winter. All right, that's going to do it for us this week here on Root Sports in the first half of the show. Don't go anywhere. Second half of the show and Springer Talk with Bill Marone Jr. coming up right after the break. Right here, Fish on Northwest. Hey, welcome back to the show. Welcome back here in studio. Uh, some exciting news coming out of recent meetings with co-managers, WDFW, ODFW, those that are counting the numbers, putting this whole thing together, and we're going to get into all that. I want to welcome to the show, good buddy, Bill Monroe, Jr., Bill Monroe Outdoors, uh, waiting patiently, a little off to the side on the camera there, William, but uh, we kind of see, there you go, a little better. <laughs> I know, yeah, right? Yeah, just kicking it back there with that elk head Tech, over your head. Technology. Just, yeah. Hey, technology. look at that hoodie, huh? What's with that hoodie? Dude, right? this is OG. Isn't this like original? I that mean, is fantastic. Yeah, the snow camel. Oh, Pimping yeah. the snow camel. I'm digging it. Right on. Um, <laughs> well, hey, man, let's just jump right into this thing. I know you're excited. Uh, you follow these numbers like nobody's business. Uh, what's that number? Three hundred seven thousand total combined. So when you, for you? Uh, yeah, here here we go. I was just gonna go segue right into your last segment about how the ocean is actually improving and we've got good markers for everything. Yeah, you know we're gonna have three hundred and seven thousand spring chinook to the mouth of the Columbia. Now, 
that's going to get divvied up between lower river tributaries, mm-hmm. Snake River run, mm-hmm. you know, Upper Columbia run, Willamette stock, Cowlitz, you name it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but to have three hundred and seven thousand spring chinook returning to a mouth because we had really good um, jack returns last year. Yeah, this is really good news, and, and even if they've miss this forecast we're still well above with our run buffers the 30 percent buffer you name it this is this is great stuff when's the you last know, time when's, when's, the, when's the last time we saw uh oh, a forecast boy. equal to this i want to say we actually went in the run forecast meeting last week or a week and a half ago and we were probably on a, a about 15 years yeah and um, we haven't we haven't had quite the so the Willamette. Here's an Oregon um, bonus. The Willamette has almost eighty thousand coming back. Holy we smokes. haven't been anywhere close to nearing the hundred thousand return mark on the Willamette in century. It's it's been forever, and this is a big deal. Uh, this year coming up for twenty twenty three, not just the spring, but the summer and the fall matrix. These are the five and six-year-old return class of fish. And this is the stuff that we kind of, this is like, it's the Super Bowl season coming up. This is the stuff we're out there for. And this is the stuff we're trying to promote opportunity. We're trying to promote resource habitat restoration. We're trying to promote the management thereof to be able to do a better job. And I think we might have something to look forward to. Um, This is, this is, promising stuff this is no there's no real negative here the, the only negative that's going to come out of this is meaningful opportunity and that's the times where we actually want to fish right when these fish are here right not when they're approaching in early mm-hmm. march mm-hmm. not when they're past us in the lower columbia below bonneville we want to be out there and make sure that we have meaningful opportunity. We also want to make sure fish get up and over Bonneville Dam. Yes. Up and into, you know, tribal fisheries, upper fisheries, Snake River Run. Yeah. This is this is all looking better. So um, we'll we'll get into ocean conditions here in a little bit, just trying to educate okay. folks on, you know, what they look at and what they're what they're uh, checking out there. But you know, meaningful yeah. fisheries or opportunity in the time of year. That's more conducive to actually catching these critters because let's let's break it down a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about water temperature and how that can change the activity and the aggressiveness of the bite. Plus, there's just more fish on the right. move, and really to get into that realm of good opportunity, we got to get past yeah. April 6th, man. April 6th is always and a stoplight, right? Gosh, yes. Yeah, frustrating. That is always. Yeah, it's ultra frustrating. Yeah. And then when we don't get close to a uh, you know an allocation which we haven't met in a couple of years, um, that's even more frustrating to not be able to go in when the fish are here. They yeah. wait until after, you know, a certain amount have crossed over. And that's difficult. That's really difficult. Now we start looking at important things though. And when we go to the really cold water and as it's progressing its way up back through the spring, which is is what it's going to be doing, it's going to be warming back up, and that's when we start to see, you know, improved fisheries. Um, another thing that we really try to, to 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 look out for, though, 
is fishing on spring Chinook when the smelt are still on the river. Yeah. It's really difficult. It's very difficult. And we've had really good smelt runs over the past years. Mm -hmm. And that has made for early spring Chinook fishing really really tough. Yeah. Because they eat smelt, believe it or not. Which a lot of people don't believe, but you get one of those nice fat springers in the middle of that smelt run. You're liable oh. to find four to six full length smelt in They're the stuffed. in the belly of those those springers they for sure. Stuff in that crazy. They, yeah. don't, they yeah. don't touch anything. Exactly. Right. right. Exactly. Yep. So yep. And that's gonna be a big, big part of this. Just trying to at least let those smelt go. And again, meaningful opportunity. And this is the stuff we push for. We wanna be able right. to fish into the second week of April. That yes. is gonna be huge. That's going to be huge. We have a lot more allocation to deal with this year. Last year it was like five thousand. Mm-hmm. This year it could approach anywhere from ten to twelve thousand. We'll yeah, see we could be looking at you can... know double the opportunity. Yeah. I yeah. find it hard to believe that they wouldn't somehow you know craft a season, especially with you guys beating on that drum. And I know you have many more meetings to really get allocation and time. Yeah, we uh, do. You know, and season set, but. Uh, <laughs> Everybody is going to be watching this very closely, looking to see if we can't get into that, you know, next second in, uh, week into April. Um, yep. You know, warmer water temperatures and a just a ton of fish coming through could really make for some exciting and successful times. Now I get it; they got to watch those numbers closely. And as you mentioned at the start of the segment, we got to ensure we're getting enough fish over Bonneville. That's typically our reset to say, hey, now we can get another three days or two days on those weekend openers or whatever it is. But, you know, going into it right from the start, boy, we should see a season that gets us well into mid-April on this thing. And if they don't, I'm going to be very surprised um, and and be asking why. So um, let's, uh, let's take a look a little bit here and talk. You know, you guys review it as you discuss the... The returns and then the you know, summer Chinook. We'll talk a little bit about that based on this yep. uh, ocean conditions and the uh, the NOAA uh, you know stoplight chart that they produce with all the colors. Yeah, it's very you... confusing. It's 20 or 25 <laughs> years of data, but really what we're focusing on here, Bill, we get away from all that red stuff here. You know, five, six, seven years ago, we look at those last two columns. Now we got a little more red going into 22 than we had in 21. We had no red in 21, which was just like historical. Yep. That's really good. We're going back to the way things, you know, were, you know, pre 2000. Right. That's a big deal. Yes. Yeah. So, so what a, a big thing that we have to look forward to is that if 21 had a successful ocean out migration, which it looked like it did, mm-hmm. you're looking ahead. Now we're looking ahead five, four, five, six years, and we're going to see an uptick. We are on. I'm hoping, keep my fingers crossed, sure. an uptick in the cycle of fish. And we all know that, that you know, Chinook salmon, coho salmon, whatever, they cycle. They are cyclically, uh, perpetually, that's how they operate, yep. right? Yep. So we, we want to see that stoplight chart with greens, a couple yellows for 2022, mm-hmm. and a couple of reds. We did have some some, some, some issues in upwelling. Yep. Um, some te- temperature anomalies up in the Aleutians. Um, but all in all, we still get like a report card that shows like a B plus or yeah, a yeah. B minus if you look at it. Right. But that's that's really good. Yeah. We're all about it. Sockeye forecast yep. looks pretty good as well. I mean, you know, you know, I was going to go back to your sockeye thing last yeah. year, you know, predicting the such a low run. 
Right. And then, and, and then all of a sudden to get 700,000 mm-hmm. back, that is a real thing that we need to actually, and, and WDFW is probably going to be the one to, to, to run that one. But that needs to change because we have a different um, condition set now in the way that sockeye forecasting has been done. Sure. And it's, it's, it's off. Yeah, it's by, by, by a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we we cannot continue to yeah. uh, repeat what has proven not yeah. to be successful, right? Yeah. I mean, you it, forecast 190-some thousand. We were north of 660. Uh, yeah. You could say we missed yep. that one by just a little bit, right? So definitely. And that's why this year we were upwards of almost 250. Right. You know, and yeah. that that right there should be the sign is like, okay, we need to set that sockeye season already. Let's not underset the season because we have a halfway decent forecast. Sure, I agree. Let's go ahead and get after it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How do you like the summer yep. Chinook numbers? <laughs> I think they're great. Yeah, I, uh, I we haven't seen that in almost ten years. Sure. And if we can play the cards right, if we let the because we'll be out of the river out of the Columbia by the you know second week of April until mm-hmm. the end of April. But if we can get enough springers to go over the dam and, you know, the Chinook uh, runs and the the runs thereof, whether it be spring, summer, fall, sure. up River Bright, those runs are upgradable with in-season management. Correct. And that could really help us with spring, with summer, and after North of Falcon goes through its processes, maybe that can really uh, we can that can throw us a bone as long as toolies, you know, get get handled. But that's <laughs> yes. a whole nother show. By whole the way. nother yeah. show. Hey. We'll dig into prior to our <laughs> Bowie Ten opportunity. We're going to get yep. you on and preach yep. it, brother. Preach on you know the toolies, oh, the yeah. tie to the toolie, and how we avoid in excess of two hundred percent of our quota going into twenty three. We need to be a little more uh, mindful of of control in that that venue. Oh so, boy. Hey, buddy, always yep. great information. Appreciate all the work Dude, you're doing yeah. and trying to help keep everybody this educated. Is... And love to have yep. you on to help share the wealth and the knowledge. Well, I love having you. You know, getting this stuff out there and having the, the, the reason we buy licenses to go fishing in our states is for opportunity. Absolutely. And I'm a, fi- I'm a fishing guide first, right? Yes. I get that. Yep. But I'm also all about the resource and the opportunity to even be out there in the first place. That yeah. is what matters to me the most. Yeah. And to do that and make sure it, 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 it continues. Yeah. Good stuff. Appreciate yep. you taking the time. Yeah, buddy. Bill Monroe, Jr. Bill Monroe outdoors, www.billmonroeoutdoors.com. <laughs> Always a pleasure, my friend. We'll stay in touch and uh, we'll do this again soon. Awesome. Awesome guys. You guys have a Merry Christmas. Yes. Same to you, buddy. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy new year. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Bye, Thanks. guys. We'll see it. All right, Bill Monroe Jr., Bill Monroe Outdoors, uh, phenomenal individual, very knowledgeable in all realms of fisheries, and uh, his dedication to being involved with the meetings, the management, the oversight of setting season, truly understanding and having a grasp on what it takes to allow us to hit the water, and when we do hit the water, to be uh, you know uh, cognizant of the resource. And, and pay attention to some of these quotas that we're subjected to because at times, believe it or not, the recreational community is pretty efficient uh, nowadays with technology 
and we can catch a whole lot of fish really fast. So um, be mindful of you know what those numbers are, and guys like Bill help continue to educate us as they break these seasons down and the opportunities come forward, we get to take advantage of that. So I appreciate him as a friend and all the work he does for all of us collectively. He's a, he's a phenomenal. So, all right, we're gonna jump out for a great uh, little short break here and we come back. Number of things to get through before we uh, wind it down, close out the show. Don't go anywhere, be back in a couple minutes right here, Fish on Northwest. A Northwest favorite for almost 40 years, Arima boats are manufactured with pride in Bremerton, Washington. All Arima boats are built without any structural wood materials. That is why Arima boats are backed with a lifetime warranty. Arima can offer every boat with Honda outboard packages so that you can take advantage of the reliability and five-year top-to-prop warranty from your Honda outboard. Call or stop by Arima boats today and let them help you get into your very next boat. All right, welcome back here in studio. Nice, short, quick break. Hey, uh, some folks that have been around for a while, uh, river junkies. And uh, river junkie cleanup is something that uh, we should pay attention to uh, when they host events or call everybody out to give them a hand. Uh, they have put out an announcement. I told them I would share this out. Give us plenty of time to get ready for it. It'll take place um, January 21st in 2023 at 10 a.m., uh, everybody shows up and they give you direction on exactly what the day uh, task is. Um, you know, they give you the tools and all the equipment to, to make it happen. They provide food and, and prize giveaways, raffles, and much, much more. Go to www.riverjunkie.us to find out all the information and all their dates uh, as to when they're going to be out doing things. Great group of folks. They're trying their best to help and assist with all this cleanup at a number of our rivers. You know, they've been inundated with a lot of homeless camps, a lot of garbage, and fishermen too often, too often leave garbage and debris along the river. So River Junkie's been around for a while. They do great work, but it takes volunteers to come out. And when they're in your neighborhood, when they're in your backyard and the rivers that you fish, uh, it's time to find some time, spend a few hours on any given day and help them out. So go to their website, check out all their dates and locations, and hopefully, you can participate and help out with that. We'll give a few more announcements before we get into uh, third week of January for sure, just to remind you guys. Um, also, hey, if you didn't receive the email or the notification from WDFW, believe it or not, you can already start to uh, apply for your multi-season tags or special hunt permits. Yep, it's open, get online. Uh, hopefully you guys have created your online account with WDFW. It's never been so easy to get access to the portal there and just uh, surf on through, shop around, figure out the tags that you need and in, in, you know, areas that you wanna hunt. Um, you can buy your multi-season tags or put in for your multi-season tag. I didn't look at the price going into 23. It's probably gonna be around 650 uh, for that application process, but multi-season tag, deer and elk, special hunt permits, sheep, moose, turkey, what have you, <clears throat> excuse me, um, are open already. Now, yes, you have until May 24th, of 2023 to get those submitted but they like to let you know nice and early that you can go ahead and start applying for those and if you plan to might as well not drag your feet get it done uh, another quick reminder hey if you're not catching us here uh, Thursday evenings live when we broadcast you can always catch us anytime on Facebook YouTube go back watch all our previous shows and now you can also find the first half of the show we produce is out there on Root Sports every weekend typically Saturday, Sunday, Monday, depending on their sports and time of season. As of late, we've been mostly on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m., Monday morning at 9.30.
you're going to see the first half of our show and oftentimes now we'll roll in some of the second half of the show content onto Root Sports just to give you guys an opportunity to revisit or you know or catch segments that you have not seen before especially interviews like that with Bill Monroe we like to get that on our Root Sports so people can see it not just here around uh, the immediate Northwest but all the way up in Alaska and of course uh, Montana, Idaho, Oregon and here in Washington as well. Um, looking forward to things to come here in 23. You know, I like to say it's not all doom and gloom. We got a number of great fisheries to uh, to look forward to. I know as we turn the corner here into January, weather window and opportunities. Um, Going to be dragging the boat, trying to drag the boat to the east side. Get in on some of that triploid fishing over there at Rufus. I know a buddy Austin Moser's over there crushing fish right now, and a number of other folks will be over there. And as the weather starts getting a little nicer, it does tend to get a little busy. But uh, we'll be taking some of those jingling jigs and twitching up some of those big fatty triploids out of Rufus. We'll be running the planer boards out of the uh, out of the Allied over there at uh, Roosevelt, trying to get some of those winter kokanee and some of those nice big uh, naturally fed uh, triploids over there at Roosevelt. Don't confuse the two. The Roosevelt triploids are nothing like the Rufus triploids, but uh, when you're over there, and the fact that those two bodies of water are not too far apart, it's a great opportunity to spend a couple days and get in on some of those cold water fisheries. This time of year, uh, in the winter when so many of our steelhead fisheries have been shut down. So if you have the means and the ability, you know, come on over there, uh, join us on a weekend if I let you know when we're heading out. And uh, enjoy the sunny weather, the cool temps, and some great opportunity on some fish that just taste absolutely amazing. So we'll be over there generating content, lots of how-tos, and teaching you guys on those bodies of water how to get after some of those uh, fish and those opportunities because, man, they're there year in and year out, and the fishing can be really good. Uh, also, additionally, as we move into February, hey, the sportsman shows are going to be here. Thank you, Jordan. Fantastic. Sportsman shows are going to be here in no time. February 1 through the 5th, uh, Washington State Sportsman Show down there at the Puyallup Fairgrounds. February 15th through 19th will be the Northwest Sportsman Show there at the Expo, at just Expo Hall just outside of Portland. And Fish on Northwest will be teamed up there with Max Lure once again. I think we're going to have about 40 feet of booth space, lots of clothing items and swag, lots of hats, lots of new wares that Shing is putting together. Our son Blake is busy printing, and Jordan will be there selling jigs. He's getting a lot of orders in for jingling jigs as of late, so he's busy tying. But he's going to be ready at the Sportsman Shows with steelhead jigs, uh, Rufus Woods, uh, trout jigs in the course, twitching jigs for coho. Have a feeling next season for salmon's probably going to be pretty doggone good. So you want to get your hands on that stuff. But just a lot of really good things as we turn the corner here. Bring an end to 2022. Looking forward to 23. Uh, the sportsman shows and all the fishing opportunity and some more uh, hunting as we get into the end of January. Look forward to that snow goose opportunity. We may have something going on the east side with Shelby and Levi with the snow geese here in that February opener. Lucrative limits and an opportunity. If you want to jump on board with us and go hunt those snow geese, let us know. Uh, we'll try to get the info out here uh, right at the start of January. See if we can't put something together over there on the east side for a snow goose hunt. So, all right, that is going to do it for us. This will be the final show of 2022. want to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah and a happy new year. Stay safe. Storms coming in, icy roads. We're going to try to go crabbing in the morning.
but uh, we'll see what Mother Nature deals us. So uh, enjoy the holidays, spend time with family, and we will see you after the first of the year back in studio, me and Tommy and the, and the crew, uh, the first week of January. So take care. See you next year. God bless. Hey, thanks for joining us here on the Fish on Northwest weekly podcast. I want to remind everyone that you can catch our weekly live stream show on our Facebook page and, of course, our YouTube channel every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. West Coast time. You'll get our insightful in-studio interviews, our extremely detailed how-to segments in the bait lab, the infield segments we bring to you when we're on the water or in the woods, and, of course, our amazing cooking recipes in the kitchen with co-host Sherry England and chef Jeff Maxfield. Give us a follow on our Facebook page at Fish Hunt Northwest. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel at Fish Hunt NW. Find us on Twitter and Instagram. And finally, go to our webpage at www.fishhuntnw.com for all the latest and greatest info. Join us each week here on our podcast. Join us each week at our live production. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.